on the following broadcasts do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Are you ready? Here we go. Gotta get cute this morning, sweeter than a morning snack. Guess who would like some room and make that coffee black? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show, The Great on. Reality with Tony J. Good morning, y'all. Monarvar. Hello. Bruce is not here. We're here. And I'm the Monty Man. Mm-hmm. I'm as snazzy as a Cadillac. I'm up. So grab your cup and let's have coffee. Lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. Mm. <laughs> Lots of coffee. Oh, yeah. Make that coffee black. And welcome to our YouTube uh, viewers wave, everyone. Morning, y'all. Good morning. morning. Good morning. morning. Uh, we're trying something out here. Um, your pink uh, mic flag is actually hiding Marv's beautiful face. Oh. So there, okay, so then you have to no, push it forward. Push it, no, forward. Oh, that way? Yes, and now you move forward. Oh, I move forward? There you go. Okay. Oh, that's much better. Now we can see you, Mark. Well, he looks really nice, too. Look how snazzy he looks today. He's snazzy as a cat. That's what you should have said. He's up, so grab his cup and splash him with his coffee. I'm not going to splash him with coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bruce Bruce is uh, at the doctor's uh, today checking out some stuff. Um it, it's not minor, but it's not overly major. I mean, he's not in the hospital with congestive heart failure or anything like that going on like he has in the past. But uh, say, a, say a prayer for him, uh, and he'll be back next week. Um, but, uh, yeah, so hi, everybody out there. Yeah, so, <laughs> peace, peace. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll see how this goes. We'll, we'll see how if, – if you like uh, watching us, uh, let us know. Uh, email us at take12radio at comcast.net. Yes. And let me know which is my good side or my bad side. There you go. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Every woman has one. Y'all know it. That's that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the topic this week is when in Rome. That was Dean Martin with Arrivederci Roma. I was wondering who that was. Yes, Hmm? yes. Um, he actually sang that in a movie, and I can't remember the movie, but with uh, Jerry Lewis, um, where they're chatting around, and the, the family's going, oh, sing a song. No, I don't want to sing Sing a song. I, mean, I don't want to uh, sing a song. Okay, and then he sings it. Now, is that like Jerry Lee Lewis or like no, the telethon? No, Jerry, Lu- Jerry Lewis, the telethon comedian okay, guy. Okay, okay. Yes. I love uh, him. So, when in Rome? When, when in Rome? Uh, that is a phrase that uh, many people have, have... You heard that phrase? You feel familiar with that phrase, Tony? Yeah, but I'm not really quite sure what it means. <laughs> okay, so w- what it means is uh, when in Rome, it's kind of like when I go to somebody's house, I 
respect their home and mm. I treat them respect. And if they say, you know, we don't wear our shoes here because we have new carpet, I take my shoes off. Oh, okay. You know, uh, that kind of, you, you just kind of, you, you're polite. You kind of do whatever the, circum, the, the, the environment you're in. You kind of blend in. Be you respectful. Know, and you'd be respectful. Okay. Yeah. So when in, Rome, when in Rome do as the Romans do is is, is the phrase. Uh, it doesn't mean you, you rape, pillage, and plunder uh, because people a lot of times people think of the Romans. Oh. Right? No, I'm not talking about them. <laughs> We're talking about uh, Roma. Is that uh, Roma. Roma. Uh, and, and so uh, as it relates to this topic – um, a- alcoholic, addict, Aldic, both. I mean, I used to say, hi, my name is Aldic, because I thought it was cute. Alcoholic addict. Oh. <laughs> get it? <laughs> I've never heard that. My sponsor told me that. <laughs> I'm going to um, say that in my next meeting. <laughs> but some people, you know, we, we hear. <laughs> Sorry. You know, there was a time when there was. Just Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. and then Narcotics Anonymous, and then, you know, Cocaine Anonymous, and Meth Addicts Anonymous, and Crystal Meth Anonymous, and Pencils Anonymous, and Boogers Anonymous, and there's a 12-step program for everything. That's a lot of work, you know. Was um, it really? Yeah, you know, Mustache Anonymous, <laughs> Paranoids Anonymous. Nobody will tell you where those meetings are. Um, <laughs> a friend of mine... It's not my joke. It's, <laughs> it's a good one. Mark Lundholm's joke. I'm very easily amused, though. So Procrastinators Anonymous. They just they <laughs> don't never, do they, anything. They never meet. <laughs> they never meet. <laughs> um, Marv is not cracking a smile today. Yeah, yes, he is. It's there. A little bit. It's it, under his mustache, right? It, it, well, right, Marv? It's the best. Uh, I'm grinning under these lips. <laughs> yeah, he's grinning under his lips. <laughs> he reminds me of my grandpa. It's like... He, he he laughs, but like more on the inside, just shakes his head like, oh my God. I'm now sorry. we're not seeing you at all. So oh. move over there. The, 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 there you go. There you go. I just don't want like his nice vest. He looks, you look really nice today. Thank you. you. Doesn't really, he? Well, he, he does every day, but. He does. You're not cowboy today. Oh, he's look, always cowboy. Oh, no. Inside. But I mean the outside. <laughs> Uh, so welcome to the to the studio. This is the audio booth here at uh, at the station, and uh, this topic is is kind of a bone of contention with some people. Some people get really excited about this whole thing. Uh, so you may sit in an AA meeting and hear people say, "Hi, I'm Fred. I'm an alcoholic." Mm-hmm. Somebody else may say, "Hi, I'm Jeannie, and I'm a grateful alcoholic." Somebody else may say, "Hi, I'm Sam, and and uh, I'm a grateful member of Alcoholics Anonymous." Yeah, I, I don't understand that. One. You know, uh, some people say, you know, if it's an NA meeting, they may say, uh, you know, uh, I'm 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 an addict in recovery. They may say, I'm a recovered drug addict. Uh, and a recovered alcoholic. I mean, there's all sorts of introductions people say. Some people just say their name. There's all sorts of stuff. What, what's some of the stuff you've heard, Marv, people introduce themselves as? <laughs> yeah, some people exactly. are silent. <laughs> silent anonymous. <laughs> I, I think you pretty well covered them all. Right? There's a lot, isn't there? What, yeah. what, what about you, uh, Tony? Well, Any? the only one I – well, a couple of what you said I didn't hear, but one was my old um, – one of the counselors at Serenity Lane, she wasn't an alcoholic or addict, but she was a child of an alcoholic addict family. Oh, okay. So that's the only different thing I can Like some of. people, I'm an adult child of an alcoholic. Yeah. If they are a member of ACOA or, or like that. Al-Anon may say, I'm an Al-Anon. 
you know, are they maybe say I'm an alcoholic and an Al-Anon because they may be both, meaning they're alcoholic and codependent. Mm -hmm. There's just a ton of different uh, ways we introduce ourselves. So we're going to talk about that. And does that cause problems? Does it cause confusion? Um, some may, some would say it does. Some people get pretty hot under the <clears throat> collar if they're you're in an AA meeting, and somebody says, "Hi, I'm Fred. I'm an I'm an addict." Uh, some people get kind of ticked off. In fact, some people will voice it, and they'll say, "We don't say that here, or we don't talk about drugs here." Um, but so we'll talk about that, yeah, and and how much sense or nonsense that whole thing means. Um, it may mean total sense. I don't know. But before we do. Uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I know. Wouldn't it be better to do more than just be thankful and live in a frame of mind of thanks living? I saw that. That was actually a good read. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. At first I thought it was a typo until I read the rest. Yeah. That was actually really good. Thanks living. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in order to be grateful, in order to be thankful, uh, this time of year, uh, we ought to be Every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first thing we need to do is recognize the source of the things that we're grateful for. Yeah. You know, and that's our creator. And uh, sometimes we forget to do that. You know, oh, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for this. I mean, we, the gratitude meetings, right? Thankful, thankful, thankful. And we forget, well, wait a minute. Who who are we thanking? Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing about that is um, being grateful or thankful isn't necessarily a necessarily a feeling. No, Ooh. you can be grateful and thankful and not <clears throat> be feeling zippity doo dah day, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there should be like a time of year to be grateful or thankful. I think you should do a gratitude list all time. I, I think people in in recovery. I think the whole idea of a gratitude list is pretty common for people in recovery. Mm-hmm. I, I would hope. Um, I've known people that weren't in any kind of recovery and they never heard of a gratitude list. No, that's true. That's true. You know, uh, so that's a good idea to, to have. As somebody said to me once, I'm learned to be, uh, learn to want what you already have. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. Yeah. Be, be grateful for what you have. And some people just live in gloom and doom all the time. Some people are really <laughs> living in gloom and doom right now, right? You've been watching the news? Oh, don't, don't, no. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Bite my tongue. Do not you get me started You talk about election that. distraction. We talked about that last week. It took that to a whole new level, though. Oh, my word. Anyway, zombie apocalypse. Chemtrails. That, that, oh, my God. You're right. That would be the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh. so, so I put on Facebook that the, the more I look it inward, the more I realize that I don't have a right to protest anything or anyone. God has been awfully good to me, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I'm just grateful to, to be sucking air, to tell you the truth. Speaking of sucking air, a little, on, on a sad note, and I just want to honor him, one of our former students at the Adult and Teen Challenge Center in Shedd, Oregon, mm-hmm. um, who who is uh, no longer a student there? Uh, his name I won't use his last name. His first name is is Gerald. Uh, he was about my age. Um, he passed away two days ago of a massive heart attack. Oh no! And we read about it on Facebook, and we're all kind of, you know, when you know somebody and you've been with somebody for almost a year, going through you know an impatient thing, and and yeah. uh, they they move on and. And then, you know, it sounds like he died sober. Um, 
It still doesn't it take just, Shepherd away, though. Uh, you know, he knew the Lord. His battle's over. I mean, you know, hooray. But, man, it's Count. Yeah. Kind of got punched in the stomach. So uh, our thoughts go out to Gerald and his family. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Um, Bruce wants us to ask a question, and he's going to – I'm going to give him a, a CD of this show so he can listen to it <laughs> um, because he wants to address it next week. And this is the question. In our 12 perspectives – This isn't trivial. No. No, no. <laughs> <In> our, <laughs> no Bruce hates no. trivia. <laughs> In our perspective 12-step <clears throat> fellowships, are we taking away or adding to the gospel? I – are we taking away from it? Are we adding something to it? Or are we right in line with it? Do you want us to answer now or later? Yeah, he wants to know what you guys think. I think a lot of people are manipulating it and making it their own. Program? Gospel? Let me let me yeah, tread this expand. easily. Expound. expound. Everybody has their own higher power on God. That's not what I'm saying. But right. what people love to do is quote things but twist it yeah to make them look either right or wrong when the gospel is not about anybody it's just a guideline not is where it is yeah yeah that's what i think so, it, so, so take it out of context yeah thank take, you take, take it out of context <clears throat> yeah so do you think we take away from biblical principles in our 12-step programs sometimes or you think we're actually adding to it like here's an additional thing to do these 12 steps when all you really need is god because i know some people have that attitude mm -hmm. what do you think marv well in a general way that um i <laughs> it's an interesting I, question. It is very. Yeah, and and you know my thought uh, here in the last few months is uh, actually uh, <clears throat> a, a little bit off what you're talking about, but right. it, it points uh, is AA is and has become watered down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you look back in history, now I can't. Uh, quote it word for word or anything like that but those people back in 1935 <clears throat> um and you read anything uh that was going on back then uh, most of the program had to do with biblical principles mm -hmm. sure and we've gotten far away from that in uh, many circles i don't think the steps have no well, the program hasn't, but the people have. Yeah. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I and I think there's AA members who go into meetings, and uh, they don't add, like, something of their own thinking to the gospel, mm -hmm. but they're trying to uh, uh, minister yeah. in the meetings, and so... They're adding two, and then there's what uh, uh, you were talking about, mm. the, the people who take it out of context and twist it around. Right. And... Interesting. I think my take on it is that uh, when we go out of the big book mm. of AA um, and we take it for what it says, um, I think we're pretty much in line with with the gospel um but when we start 
manipulating it and adding our own agenda yeah. and things like that, um, then I think we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I think it goes both ways. I think sometimes we're in line with it, sometimes we're taking from it, and sometimes we're adding to it. I think it's all three. And I think everybody, to a point, is guilty of it to, to oh, one sure. extent or the other. Sure. No, progress, not perfection, you know. Yeah, as spiritual as, yeah. progress, not and, spiritual yeah. perfection. You bet. You bet. So Bruce is going to uh, chime in on that next week. And he'll have a, he'll have a whole week to to get himself ready and sharpened up. Oh no! <laughs> oh my goodness sakes! Okay, uh, so we're gonna take uh, our first break, and when we come back, we've got some Take Twelve trivia. It's mm. Italian trivia. Oh, shut up! Yes, Yay. Oh, it God. is. I'm scared. No. <laughs> All right, so don't go away. We'll be right back. During a rally in the evening of July 1958, dozens of gang members from the streets of New York City came forward to turn their will and their lives over to Jesus Christ, including Nikki Cruz from the street gang, the Mau Mau's. The morning after the rally, Nikki and his gang, along with other gang rivals, traded in their weapons for Bibles. This was to be the beginning of the world's largest and most effective faith-based treatment program for those living with life-controlling issues such as alcohol and narcotic addiction. The author of The Cross and the Switchblade, Pastor David Wilkerson, would commit his life and passion to working with men and women from all walks of life through the founding of the International Ministry of Teen Challenge. Well, the worldwide ministry of Adult and Teen Challenge is stronger than ever and reaching more addicts and alcoholics seeking recovery every day. If you or someone you know is in need of freedom from the bondage of life-controlling issues, visit TeenChallengeUSA.com for a center near you. And if you are in the Pacific Northwest, call 541-491-1002 to speak with an intake coordinator. Adult and Teen Challenge, putting hope within reach. And now... And now... It's the Quiz of the Week. Come on, Cecil. That's right, everybody. It's time for Take 12 Radio's Quiz of the Week, yes. sponsored by that recovery magazine, the, the 12, 12 Step, Step Gazette. Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. Now, <laughs> here's the Monty Man. Yes, indeedy. Thank you, Cecil, you wonderful, weird, nut, weirdo, you. Yes, yep. indeedy. <clears throat> All right, this week, uh, this week uh, is uh, things Italians actually do or don't do. Do or don't do. Uh, so we did a little bit of Arrivederci Roma from, uh, from Dean Martin. And uh, the topic uh, is when in Rome. And so I thought we'd do a little Italian trivia. Dad, I'm sorry before any of these answers. I'm wrong, okay? <laughs> yes. Hi, Dad. You said that I'm the only true Italian of the siblings. Because you guys watch on the YouTube version, yeah, right? Yeah, they watch on the YouTube Shake version. Shake your head this way. Yeah, they're going, yeah, we do. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, so oh. if you, if you, wait, go ahead. But first, I he will say this. I can hear it, him his head working. It's Italian, not Italian. Like it's he, Italian. Yeah, he goes. Do you Italian. live in Italy or Italy? 
Well, you may idly live in Italy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his, like, pet peeve, so I, I had shot that one out to <clears throat> I'm really not this fat. It puts <clears throat> 20 pounds, the camera does. Whatever. Um, okay. You really look fine. <laughs> if you get it right. Now everybody knows where that comes from. And if you get it wrong. The fluff right? machine. The fluff machine. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm <laughs> All right. Uh, trivia question number one is true or false? Things Italians actually do or do not do. Italians actually do say Mamma Mia a lot. True or false? Marv? True. <laughs> okay. What do you say there, Tony? <clears throat> I'll say true because... You guys are right. Yeah. It is true. <laughs> by, this is way, by the way, this is, uh, this is according to shutupandgo.travel. Shut Where up and go do you die. find it's a travel sites? agency. Okay. <laughs> Are we right, Dad? Hmm? Yeah, but when Dad uses it, it's never a good thing. It's not. <laughs> Mama mia. Mama mia. Or he starts out son of a bitch. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, oh. You, oh. FCC. Sorry. Um, chemtrails. Okay, number two. Italians actually do eat a lot of pizza. True no. or false? False. False? What do you say, Tony? False. False? Mm -hmm. They're wrong, aren't they? That's right. What? Yeah, they actually do eat quite a bit of pizza. I hate pizza. In fact, um, Pizza's not most even Italian. authentic Italians know just about everything there is to know about pizza. Oh. According to shutupandgo.travel. <clears throat> that's right, not me. <laughs> shutupandgo.travel. Please send your check, shutupandgo.travel. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, are we right about that? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Sue me. Uh, number three. <laughs> Italians actually do throw salt over their shoulder when cooking breakfast. Uh, to not do so is considered bad luck for the one eating the meal. True or false? Good what do you say? Marv. Marv, what do you think? False. False? What do you think, Tony? I have no idea because I'm the only Italian woman who can't cook. <laughs> I have no idea. I have never even seen take my mom. A, take do a it. guess. I say false. You guys are correct. That is false. Was it false? <laughs> uh, according to Shut Up and Go dot, uh, dot Travel, there's no curse or anything at breakfast time because nobody threw salt over their shoulder that we know of. Maybe if I was you mad at my siblings. Hi, Dad. <laughs> How you doing? Can, can we talk? <laughs> I'd like to chat about your daughter. It's my mom's fault, though. My mom would never let us in the kitchen. Hi, Mom. <laughs> my dad would. And then once my mom saw it, she would kick us out. <laughs> I'll kill you if I cook. I'm not kidding. The men in an Italian family talk with their hands more than the women. True or false? Tony? I say the same. Because okay. I talk with my hands all the time. All right. How about you, Mark? True, false, or the same? Okay. You, know, you know, I I really don't have. I'm, I'm going to say true. You're going to say true? Well, on an average, according to Shut Up and Go Not Travel, <laughs> men do it a little more, but it's pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. But see, my dad reaches out like this. I just go like this. Hi, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I 
Again, not a good sign when he does that. Either. So, so uh, I don't know. We'll give you. We'll, we won't give you anything. Okay. Okay. Here's the last one. Uh, Italians actually like eating pig, horse, and ostrich. True or false? Oh, heck this no. would be probably no. in Italy. Uh, pig, horse, and ostrich. Do they like that? Dad, mom. Um, yeah, I've never oh. ever seen Dad cook. Well, pig according horse. to Shut Up and Go to Travel, you guys are wrong. They actually do eat pig, horse, and ostrich in Italy. They need to go to Italy then, because I seriously um, know that's the truth. <laughs> not me, baby. No. Like pork chops. Okay, so how does the pig go? Oink. How does the horse go? Nay. <laughs> Marv, have you ever heard a horse go nay? <laughs> That's what they say, nay. Nay. Right? Nay. Nay. No. Oink. I haven't either. No. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> but what does an ostrich do? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Isn't it? They go, ah. <laughs> Or is that an elephant? No. Oh, that's, that's an it. elephant. Oh, my gosh. It's Wampa Room. Okay. Uh, that does it for Take 12 Trivia uh, for this week. I'm sorry, Dad. Uh. Good one. <laughs> All right. We'll be back right after this message. Don't go away. Serene Scene Magazine is published for individuals who are seeking knowledge, support, and hope. Addiction is a systemic problem, and the content of Serene Scene reflects the complexity of putting addiction into remission, with special attention given to the loved ones of the addict. And now, here's Andrew Martin, Editor-in-Chief for Serene Scene. I'm Andrew Martin, creator of Serene Scene Magazine. The whole purpose of Serene Scene Magazine is to help people help themselves to a long-term quality lifestyle of recovery. Please have a look at some of the technological features that it has, the audio files and the video files that are incorporated into the publication as well. I hope you have fun with it and I hope there's something there for you. Serene Scene, a magazine for long-term healthy lifestyles of recovery. Visit www.serenescenemagazine.com and subscribe today. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> uh, so when I go to an AA meeting, um, I used to, when I spoke at an AA meeting, I used to say, my, na- my name is Ryan, I'm a recovered alcoholic. <clears throat> but uh, Chris, Chris S., a good friend of mine, used to be the chairman of my board, um, he made a statement, and I really have to agree with it. He says, if I'm speaking, he said, I, I do know that I am a recovered alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He says, but <clears throat> I don't want to lose anybody when I first start speaking. Yeah. So I introduce myself as, hi, I'm Chris. I'm an alcoholic. I can explain that I've, I'm recovered in my share. Mm-hmm. But if I say that right off the bat, I may lose somebody. Yeah. A whole bunch of people. Because that'd be right fighters. Oh, you're not recovered. You're always recovering and all, all that kind of thing. So he didn't want to do that. So I've kind of changed that. So when I speak, if I'm asked to speak, uh, then I just say that. Now, if I'm asked to speak at a faith-based organization, I always introduce myself as a recovered alcoholic because they're going, what do you mean you're, you're not recovered? You know, yeah. I, you know, I may lose some of them. You just teach audience. You do. Yeah. When in Rome. Uh-huh. So if I go to a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, I'll say, hi, my name, I'm an addict. Uh-huh. 
you know, according to the big, according to Alcoholics Anonymous, alcoholism is, a, is an addiction. According to the American Medical Association, alcohol is a drug. Mm. Therefore, if you're an alcoholic, you are, are a drug addict. Yeah. But see, you have to explain that. And some people <laughs> just aren't willing to hear that. And so do we try to be right fighters and explain all that stuff? Or do we just kind of, when in Rome, be polite and do whatever they like? We make enough things difficult ourselves. I say keep it simple. Adjust to each audience. Right. Because if you try to explain, then you're going to lose them and even further. Yeah. That's my thing. What do you think? What do you think, Marv? I think it's all pretty trivial. It can mm-hmm. be. I mean, it, me, it, it can I, be a, a, a to lot to do ex- about nothing, right? Yeah, to get excited about the way somebody uh, says who they are or who they aren't or mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> it's that seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, yeah. but people but, do. It's uh, just, people they do. do. It's yeah. awful. They really get into it, right? Too. Right. So, if people get really upset about, and there's some people that are listening <clears throat> are like service junkies, and they're really, mm-hmm. they really, and they may have some good points about proper program language. You know what I mean? And we don't want to confuse this person, and we don't want to confuse that person. Um, the thing is, though, we're not we're not living in a world today where most people that are alcoholic are just pure alcoholics. No, right? We're, we we got a lot of cross addiction, co-occurring mental health issues, trauma. Mm. We got a lot of stuff going on, and I think I think sometimes we protest too much. Oh, definitely. I was just gonna say that myself. I mean, it doesn't matter why they're there. We still have the common problem. You yeah. know, or else we wouldn't be there. Nobody goes in hooping and hollering saying, you know, I'm an addict, I'm this, I'm that, you know. Just let them ex- say who they are because that's exactly how they identify us. To me, I don't care. Yeah. Well, okay, so if we're having a fit about that, are we not focusing on the symptom anyway and not really what's really going on? Exactly. Because, right. Yeah. Yes. I uh, And the other part of kind of along the lines of what Tony's talking about too is is when you do that when you start <clears throat> and it could be uh anything how you mm-hmm. read the announcements or or how you do the serenity prayer or any of that kind of stuff what you're doing is is uh manipulating and uh yep. and uh <clears throat> um, probably uh there's some people that uh uh, closed down, yeah, because of stuff like that. Right, right. Take away from the program <clears throat> itself. Yeah, like yesterday. Actually, this happened yesterday to me, um, and <clears throat> I'm not going to talk about what was said. Right. But I was in a meeting, and there was brought up uh, a subject from a, a certain guy who. Uh, it was very volatile subject, and in my humble opinion, mm. it had nothing to do with uh, alcoholism, and and I started to get upset, mm. and I thought, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, then let the guy, you know, say his piece and 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 let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, who am I? Who do I think I am to step in and maybe even say anything or comment about it? And mm. <clears throat> Bring me even more attention to yeah. it. Yeah. Sure. 
And, well, and something like that happened at our group um, a couple weeks ago. And then I go to another group on Saturday, which is like my weekend home group. Yeah. And they were talking about it, like bashing the meeting because of that one person. So, you know, I nicely quoted the book a lot about stuff like, you know, if I feel like this way, I, you know, read the book. Da, da, da. It's not the person that ruined the whole meeting as a whole. Mm-hmm. He just felt like what you were talking about, and the certain person got irritated and so started bashing my weekly home group meeting. So, no, yeah. I, I get it. And that's exactly why I didn't pipe up because I'm like, who am I to say he can't have what his his own feelings like what Marv said, you know? And one of the things uh, I think about often, and I think I've talked about it on this program before, but isn't it? And, and it's a question I'm going to ask, sure. but mm-hmm. isn't it our responsibility in situations like a meeting to um, try our best to extend God's grace as yeah. we as we uh, had our had His grace extended to us? Mm-hmm. You bet. And and to get upset about the right. way somebody introduces herself, or um, there's a lot of things that people get upset about is um you're you're not doing that yeah yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. and, and so that that kind of you know when we react like that then the and then out of one side of our mouth we do that and the other side of our mouth we're saying love and tolerance is our code mm-hmm. we send a, a mixed message that definitely confuses the newcomer well yeah. <clears throat> you're telling me the love and tolerance is your code and then then but yesterday you told me to sit down and shut up. I have nothing to say. And then you corrected me because I called myself an addict. Now, you, you know, we blame treatment a lot of times. Mm-hmm. We say, well, that came from treatment. You know, and those treatment center people, they just don't know what they're doing. And mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, and, and we do that. And yet people in the treatment field are, are some of our biggest advocates. Mm-hmm. And we're bashing the treatment centers. And yeah. we don't know who's in that meeting. He may be a treatment professional who needs a meeting. And we're bashing them. How do you feel, Tony, when you're sitting in a meeting and somebody says, uh, let's say it's an AA meeting, and uh-huh. somebody says, I'm a, I'm, I'm a drug addict. Hi, I'm, I'm a drug addict. Because that's what they thought they were supposed to say. Um, maybe they don't have the lingo down or whatever. And somebody publicly corrects them. How does that make you feel when you hear that? Because it's my nature, I actually, whoever, and I probably shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. And I have done it. And then there's times I've just let it go. Right. But I, the person who decides to pipe up and the, be the little, like, bad chihuahua, and I'll be like, no. <coughs> yeah. He's identifying who he wants to be. Just sit down and listen to him. Yeah. But that's just because that's who I am. I've done it more times than... Than not. I feel I I get I I feel embarrassed and mm-hmm. kind of an angst for the poor sap that said the wrong. Well, that's word. why I pipe up because yeah. they don't know they're new. I know I said some weird stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it just it just, it really angers me. <laughs> <laughs> it make it because it makes it like it's about the person who piped up. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. They're here for them. They don't mm-hmm. even know you. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. How do you feel when you hear somebody? Is that kind of... Well, you did. Yeah, you got frustrated inside, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you asked her that question, yeah. I, I thought immediately of one member that we have in our group <laughs> who goes out of their way mm-hmm. 
to try to control everything. Mm -hmm. Parking spots, how you read the announcements, um, all that kind of stuff. And and, uh, and then in reference to what you're saying, yeah, I do I do get embarrassed, mm. and I don't know why. I mean, I'm not the one who's saying it to yeah. them, but I do. And and uh, and uh, to me, uh, alcoholism, drug addiction, um, go hand in hand. Yep. I, I know mm. there's some different mannerisms and things that are different about. Uh, actually like, yeah. being in sure. uh, in that disease, mm-hmm. I understand that. But when you come together in a meeting, um, then you kind of, well, it's all kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. There is, a, there is a, a school of thought that we don't want to confuse people and that's for that group and that's for that group and – and never the twain shall meet, and, and all the kind of thing, and that's been going on for a long time. And I got to tell you, it, it's not effective Mm-mm. because I give I give an example. Um, there was a Girl Scout hut up in Sweet Home, Oregon, <clears throat> and years ago um, there were two meetings there. There was an AA meeting and an NA meeting. Mm-hmm. There were approximately twelve people in that AA group, and. Coincidentally enough, there was exactly 12 people in the N.A. group. Oh, wow. The 12 people that were in the A.A. group were the same people as the 12 people in the (laughs) other group. (laughs) Now, this is hilarious because the A.A. group decided they were going to have an auction barbecue fundraiser, Mm -hmm. right? So they could build a little place for the kiddos. To have a little daycare thing going on when single moms brought their kids and that kind of thing. So they wouldn't disrupt the meeting. Well, the N.A. group, which are the same people, said, we need to have a fundraiser and a barbecue to build a little place for the kiddos. These are the exact same people. They literally, I don't know how you do this, but they literally fought over the fact that they were being associated with each other because the traditions say that we are not associated with the you know any other fellowships but they were the exact same people now i got to tell you it was the most humorous thing i have ever seen in my life because during the business meeting at the aa group they were saying we cannot we cannot hitch our wagon to the na group in this fundraiser we're going to have to have it on two different days we can't have it on the same day and then the NA business meeting the next night said, well, why not? We're the same people. And then the AA meeting came back and said, but we can't because of traditions and blah, blah. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm watching this unfold for like a month. The most craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then there was a fight over, um, you know, you can't. We're anonymous. You can't sign a lease with your last name, and, and you know on the building, and so you have to have an outside person do it. And about, but you can't have an outside person do it because because you can't have somebody that's not a member of. And I, I mean, it went on and on and on and on. I the exact tell- same twelve people. Exact same twelve people. Like humanly, the yes. exact same. It was the I, most I, I ridiculous. I think they need another meeting. I think they need another meeting. <laughs> 
I don't even see how that's humanly possible. It was hilarious. If you could have seen it and, that, and to that watch kinda, that. That kind of puts new meaning to the terminology <laughs> legalism, doesn't it? Right. Doesn't it? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I mean, wish you would have taped it. That wouldn't it, have been fun to watch. It's like this. We cannot associate with any other 12-step fellowship. Yes, I agree. We cannot associate with any 12-step fellowship. <laughs> What are you saying? I don't know. What are you saying? I mean, I mean, that's exactly what it was like. It was like people just talking to themselves. You know, come on. So I think, when did we go from keep it simple to keep them sick? That's what I want to know. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, ooh, I don't even think. <laughs> I, for your little FCC, I will keep my opinion to so, myself on that. So I think if we would major on the majors and not on the minors, I think we would do ourselves a favor. I don't think you're going to separate the addicts and the alcoholics in the year 2016. I don't think it's going to happen because alcoholism is, is an addiction. Alcohol is a drug. Drug addicts are, are people that are addicted to drugs. You know, I mean, you could say, I mean, when you say alcohol and drugs, I mean, we always hear that. Well, alcohol and drugs, it's like saying Boda bag. Boda means bag. Or I drove down the El Camino. That's saying the, the Camino. El Camino is the. I mean, we're just repeating ourselves. Alcohol and drugs. Alcohol and drugs. It's, they're this. Somebody help the boy. <laughs> you shouldn't have gone to that meeting. <laughs> I'm getting all riled up. Bruce, if Bruce is ready to go, Mike, take a breath. I know. <sighs> I Christmas. think Well, you can get addicted to anything, though. If you really think about it, video games, gambling. Right. If it's an addiction, it's still a mental problem. Look, look it, 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 it centers in the mind. It's a mental illness. It is uh, all these things that we do, whether we're, whether, look, I, I shot up Wild Turkey 101. Okay, so I'm using alcohol, mm. but I put it in a syringe. Now, what oh, am I? Oh, you shot it up? Oh, yeah. <gasps> worst, oh. worst hangover I ever had. <laughs> I instantly passed out, and I woke up the next morning, and my head was exploding. I'll tell you what, it doesn't take much booze. <laughs> 20 <laughs> units. Wow. So what am I? We've got to have a meeting You're for fun. people that, that intravenously use whiskey? Whiskey Slammers Anonymous. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but let's let if we would get off of focusing on the symptom and focus mm. on the true problem and the solution for that problem, <laughs> we would stop kicking people out of meetings and calling people out publicly because they didn't say the right word and they didn't present themselves in the right manner. And I mean, I understand that there is a place, there is a time and a place. Um, in serve at service conventions and things like that for proper uh, language of a program, I get it. But if you're having kittens, cows, and babies over <laughs> over somebody not saying the right syllables, you need to pull the needle out of your head. Yeah, you really do. Um, come I think on, there's too many right fighters out there. We're right supposed now. to be on the it's same side. Every, exactly, but everybody wants to be right and exact. What I think people really need to do is go back to the very first edition, read the basic text where it first originated from, like the one you gave me, because mm -hmm. I go back there when I really need the root of everything. Right. And I use that book quite quite often. And the first stories, I mean, that is the original text of Alcoholics Anonymous, which 
in turn, my sponsor is a drug addict, mm -hmm. alcoholic. Mm -hmm. But she loves the program because it's more spiritual based. It gets deeper to the root of the problem. And so it helps her further more sure. out. But there's so many right fighters out there. This program is getting way out of hand, way too quickly and ridiculous. Yeah. Well, the big Mike book, drop. the big book is <laughs> there's some AA meetings. The big book's not even allowed. That's stupid. Yeah. Uh, there are meetings. <clears throat> I was told at a group that we're both very familiar with years ago that I attended years ago. Um, I had a little pocket uh, uh, Gideon Bible that I carried with me in my pocket. I carried with me everywhere I went. Mm. Right. Uh, there was a person that uh, was quite respected in the fellowship, very much of a service junkie, right? Um, actually, I got along with him quite well. And he told me that I, I couldn't have that in the room. I needed to, That's not approved AA literature, so I needed to take it out of the room. And I said, uh, listen, buddy, this is the United States of America. And, in, 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 and until the government takes my Bible out of my cold, dead hand, so to speak, mm -hmm. I'll carry around my little Gideon Bible anywhere I please. You know, sorry about that. And man, this guy had a fit. I wasn't opening it up and reading it during the meeting. It was just in my pocket for crying out loud. Yes. What is wrong with folks? Somebody somebody email me and tell me what's wrong with folks. <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> smile. Everybody smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think, I think, too, not to belabor it, but yeah. uh, when it comes to new people, then... You know, they don't know what's going they on. They don't. Mm. You know, they're doing the best they can to even just sit there and sit through a meeting, a right. lot of them. Right, And uh, these uh, right fighters, as you call them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they need to back off and give them people space and time. It takes time. To, Absolutely. You know, I mean, they, uh, most of them have forget everything except maybe one or two things they heard in the whole meeting. Yep. By the mm -hmm. time they leave, you know. Yeah. So I say back off and give them some grace and keep hoping they come back. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Marv has spoken. He has. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Pen drop. Okay. Um, well, here's a, here's a little thing uh, that I got off of spiritualmotivations.com that speaks to the heart of the matter. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to uh, share this with you guys, uh, and then we'll uh, talk about how people listen to the show and get a hold of us, and we'll listen to our closing songs. So check this out. The following message is for those of us who have struggled with addiction and for all of our brothers and sisters who still do. Praise God for everything He has done in our lives. Praise Him for the good times and the bad, for both have made us what we are today. We were to the outside world weak, pathetic creatures that did not have the will to just snap out of it or pull ourselves together. They did not, nor could they ever understand the unseen fear and pain that had become a way of life for us and was at times even comforting. But we could not open our heads and show them the hideous monster that was eating away at our very essence. And if we could, the horrifying reality of it may have turned them to stone. The terrible fact that others can't see our affliction only added to the isolation, frustration, and hopelessness 
of our reality. In our anger, we fought against God. We raged in our ignorance. Then, in his mercy, he stepped in and used what the enemy intended for death and destruction to his glory to fulfill his will. He rescued us, each from our own self-created hell, a hell Dante only wished he could have imagined. He kept us alive, though at times we longed for death. Until finally, when the bottom was above us, he lifted us up, battered and wounded, we were resurrected, now to become more than we ever dreamed. All the things we learned in battle, both good and bad and evil, have brought us here and molded us in spite of ourselves to become what he intended us to be. No longer sick, pathetic creatures, we have found our core, our center. We now understand and are in our element. Now we are warriors battle-hardened veterans, survivors who have been tempered by fire. We lived in the valley of the shadow of death and now truly fear no evil. We return there willing to help others. Now we are guardians, sentries who have the awesome responsibility to help and watch over those who now walk the valley. Struggles, there most certainly will be struggles. But no longer the pain and misery, the fear and loneliness we did for so long, call us. Together, we will face what will come together with God. Now there is hope and love. Yes, love. Love for God, love for family, love for others. And yes, finally, at long last, love for ourselves. Now we can rest secure in the fact that we can trust without worry of being hurt. We can give of ourselves without fear of losing ourselves. Our experience has been vast, but until now, we had no strength or hope to share. Now from our weakness grows strength, from our fear, hope. From our pain springs forth comfort and our misery gently fades. This is created from the heart, from one sufferer to another. There is hope and life after addiction. Amen. My eyes watered up. That was beautiful. That's, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I felt privileged to read that, uh, but that comes out of a spiritual motivations.com. You can go there and you can listen to a lot of great stuff. Um, you know, if we would focus on stuff like that, if we would give ourselves away instead of trying to steal other people's joy, <clears throat> Trying to correct and and right fight and beat up and just, don't we have enough of that going on? I I I got plenty of that at the bar. <laughs> yep. You know. I'm sp- I'm still speechless over that. <laughs> yeah, but wait 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 to hear this. Oh no. <laughs> Our closing song. So Tony, how can they listen to the show? Well, good question. They can listen to and download all the shows by going to take12radio.com, hello, and uh, clicking on the online listen button, or subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Podomatic. Yes, you can. Yes, and it has iOS or Android, so you have a choice. Becoming a member of Podomatic is free, and when you become a member of Podomatic, you can comment on the show, click on the like button, like 
like on Facebook. <laughs> and we ask that every time you tune in, click the follow button because it helps with our demographics so we can see who is watching the show. Demographics! But, yeah, but not your picture because that's creepy. Actually, if they, have a, if they have a Podomatic account, their picture is on there. So we do see you. <laughs> Subliminal messages. <laughs> you can also visit us at our YouTube channel, which is the one my parents enjoy. And you're watching it right now. Yes. At youtube.com forward slash Monty Meyer for hundreds of archive shows. All these are available at take12radio.com. And Marv, yes, how can sir. they get a hold of us? <clears throat> if you would like to send us an email... And tell us what you like or don't like about the show. You can do that by emailing us at mm-hmm. take12radio at comcast.net. That's it. Not net. That's did, it right did there. Did I do good? You, you did, did amazing. Good. I, you did good. All right. And we'll see if the splicing works on the YouTube thing because uh, the Monty Man kicked the plug and, and disconnected the camera there for a second. Sorry about that, Dad. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so our closing song is by Richie Supa. Richie Supa is very involved with before. Rockers in Recovery. He sang with Aerosmith. He's real good friends with Steven Tyler. Uh, and this is a song that's been around for quite a while. Uh, listen, yes, going to meetings isn't going to keep you sober if that's all you're doing. But there is something that happens when we gather together in one accord in the rooms. Check this out. In my younger years, I let my spirit run Getting high, drinking all the time just for fun And I don't know where or when I crossed that line And I started dying I was so far gone, I couldn't find myself On the borders of insanes where I scream for help Then I found the door that opened up my eyes And I came alive In the rooms where broken angels go And love is like an army that comes to save your soul In the rooms There's a miracle waiting there for you When you're at the bitter end You can learn to live again In the rooms And God was something didn't understand Till a stranger came and took me by the And he helped me through what I couldn't do alone And I knew I was home In the rooms Where broken angels go And love is like an army That comes to save your soul In the rooms 
There's a miracle just waiting there for you When you're at the bitter end You can learn to live again In the room When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired And the desperation cuts you like a knife Supa in the rooms until our next broadcast. This is Tony and Marv, and of course, the Monty Man. We're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye bye now. This has been a broadcast of Take 12 Recovery Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Oh, yeah, make that coffee black. Kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs>